Hola. Go reshare this. We deleted off the last one that we just started because technical difficulties. And the technical difficulties were I spilled coffee everywhere and forgot to mute <laughs> microphones, <laughs> so you got to hear the running around as I cleaned up my mess. <laughs> Go <laughs> share the broadcast. Share, share, share. He's here today. Not Paul. Paul's obviously here. But Pastor's here today, too. <laughs> Deb's in the background dancing. But Pastor is here. He just had to go do stuff. But he'll be here in, like, just a second. So go share this while he walks up. Walking. Walking. Y'all, I have a YouTube winner. And we're about to draw a Facebook sharer winner. Share winner? Share. I don't know. I didn't know Share what to call Share winner. The person who shared the broadcast last week. Hmm. <laughs> Sharer. Hey. He's here. He's here. What's up? Do, 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 do. Wow, that looks weird. <laughs> Howdy. Houston Hello. Rockets. You like that? <laughs> I didn't even know it was the rocket shirt. I just thought it was cool that there was an astronaut dunking the ball. Glad you like it. I thought it was cool. Isn't that cool? It's out of this world. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> that was rough. It got a chuckle. It, it did get a chuckle. It my did. wife said, are you wearing a unicorn shirt? No. I believe my wife should go to the eye doctor I and can, get her checked or we can pray for some I healing. I can see why she says that. No, look. <laughs> it's an astronaut dunking a basketball. It's the Houston, Ro Houston Rockets. But that would be my wife. Yeah. Did you tell them to share it again? I did. I told them that the reason that we made a new one is because I spilled coffee and needed time to clean it up. <laughs> so thanks for being here. Always patient. making messes. Awesome. I do not always <laughs> make messes. I am a cleaner upper is what I am. A cleaner upper. Quilted. You know what? We need to jump in today. So whatever you got to handle, handle it. Don't wait on me. Okay. So YouTube. I already know who has won that. I'll tell you after we draw Facebooks. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do this. Um, by the way, I don't know where we're giving the gift cards to. So where do you want your gift card? The winner. I thought for sure it was gonna be Abigail again. <laughs> Lisa Lamb. Lisa. You Yay. won a gift card. Which one was that? That was for Facebook. For sharing Facebook. it on Facebook. Oh, okay. Awesome. Tell me where you want your gift card, please, and I will get it to you. Now, as far as YouTube is concerned, Billy Joe Romero, you want your gift card. Where do you want your <laughs> gift card to? <laughs> Marky is rejoicing three rows back right now. She's very excited. Awesome. So, Lisa had bacon-flavored Pringles last night. She did. What? She brought yep. those to Impact. I'm surprised you couldn't smell them in here. Oh, they were delicious. <laughs> they were delicious. How come... I, had I to, wasn't informed of this. I had to put down the flesh and not take the can from her and eat them. You can come hang out with cohort year one and two more often if you want. Oh we'll, my we'll gracious! Always accept you. So I put, Do you, go ahead. I put the Pringles slogan to rest because I once you pop, you just can't stop. No, nope, I did. I stopped. <laughs> Good job. I'm impressed. It's it's possible. Way to put the it's flesh down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Way to prove them wrong, Paul. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your hair you don't is have no, mighty slick. You don't man. have no hold on me, Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're the spicy green pepper. And those, that. What would happen then? Well, I mean, when you're in another country and they have something, I mean, I think we were we were justified. 
And another, I ate them like that when we got home. <laughs> like, I did too until we ran, until I ran out. And I know. I was sad. And you can't <laughs> order them here. Spicy green pepper tortilla Pringles. Yeah. We found them in the Philippines. <laughs> they were good. I they got to good. try them because Pastor shared them. You know who did not yeah. share them? Actually, I did. I shared them with my life group. <laughs> Billy Joe. What'd she say? <laughs> she said, yay, win in the gift card. This is more rewarding than the day my children were born. <laughs> oh. What was labor like for you? Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> Who's online right now? I see uh, Lisa for, Lisa for, hey, Lisa, you just won. And uh, you got to tell Barrett what card. You won yeah. by sharing. Chelsea Steve Treblefield. Lasher. Chelsea. Chelsea. Hey, Chelsea, what's going on? Abby. Oh, gracious. I enjoyed Lisa Where's being Abby at? I in. thought she was here. Abby's right there. Okay, there she is. <laughs> <laughs> Jade. Med is here. Mark Eleanor, Dottie Dunphy. Lisa sat beside me last night at Impact, and I needed her to sit beside me because keeping, keeping the room straight was a two person job. I oh, needed yeah. Lisa. I awesome. think we did very well. You did. Chelsea you said, did. hey. See what hey. happens when you remove George from us. We can behave. <laughs> You're the one that was teasing on Pastor. That was on George, too. Jade teased George. You were teasing Pastor, <laughs> and he wasn't in the room. That's not, was, that's not fair. Talking about the shell game. Jade didn't know what the shell game was. Uh, and then Barrett saying they used cups and the balls, and Jade was like, oh. I was like, but back in the day, I was like, like, Pastor's time and George's time, they use turtle shells. You did not say George. You just well, said Well, I said pastor. pastor first. And then I said, well, I guess you could put George in that conversation. And Lisa's like, I'm going to be quiet. And I was like, huh, huh. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Oh, goodness. Am I bringing back the beard? I don't know yet. Who asked I'm, you? Priscilla. I'm, I'm debating. My wife was really upset with me. Yeah. So I'm trying to see if I can. If, that was a knowing. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, We're praying weird. about it. Hmm. Well, I clicked. Um, there was a little thing up here. It was American flag in my taskbar. And I'm like, what's the American flag for? It's talking about the American keyboard. And now my emojis went away. That's weird. That's just wrong. Hmm. Anyway. Hmm. Oh. You having a good day? Are you having a good day? It's been a lovely day. It has been a lovely day. I got a lot of reading done today. I'll figure that out later. <clears throat> Priscilla, is Paul bringing back the beard? Yes. Jade likes the beard? Yeah, she, she don't know. She hated the beard, and then when I, after a few months of having the beard, then she fell in love with the beard. She don't know what she wants. It looks She's like confused. you don't know what you want. Well, see, I'm debating. <laughs> Do I want to bring the beard back and then have like the big, thick mustache that goes over the beard? Oh, yeah. Like, have you seen Kurt Russell lately? I have. That is an impressive mustache and beard. He, he is an impressive, <laughs> impressive mustache. I just don't know. I don't think I can get to that status. I don't, I don't think it's possible for me to I do that. I know I can't. I don't think <laughs> it it's in the It would be a miracle blood. from heaven if I had that type of beard and mustache. Because I, I can shave, not shave for five days and nobody notices. <laughs> no, I, I, sent, I sent Prince a picture after I shaved since they wanted to see. Prince a picture? Prince. Prince from the Philippines? In my head, I'm like, he's dead. Like, Prince, Prince is not alive anymore. I forgot. Paul's got connections. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> I know a guy who knows a you guy. You know a guy. <laughs> awesome. 
I haven't seen Kurt Russell's mustache. Okay, so listen, go ahead and share uh -huh. the broadcast. We'll give away a gift card again uh, this week. We're going to jump right in to speaking in tongues. While we've been chit-chatting, we've lost like three or four people. So apparently they don't like that. Or eights, they just want to see what in the world you know your beard looked like this week. And now that they've found out, they leave. <laughs> Pastor William, how you doing? Good to see you. Share the broadcast, people. Yeah, so we're going to talk about 19 benefits of speaking in tongues. 19 specific individual, they're not like grouped together and they got mm -hmm. scriptures for all of them. 19 benefits. I went, and, I went and Googled. I was like, I wonder what other people have said about the benefits of speaking in tongues. Like some of the major people, one of them had seven, one of them had five benefits. Mm -hmm. Uh, we literally have 19. I'm going to show them to you in the scripture today, and we need to jump right in. Uh, what we're going to do, let me see here. I'm going to say, share the broadcast. 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 Share the broadcast, and you can become a winner like Billy Joe. Be a winner. And Lisa Lamb. Winners. Chicken dinner. <laughs> Which you can get if you get a Chick-fil-A gift card. <laughs> oh, I hear somebody. Somebody just got here. Uh-oh. Who is it? Everybody look through the door. It could be Deborah. Oh, was she leaving? Yeah, she has a work call to make. Oh. She's all fancy. It was Miss Deb leaving? Awesome. <laughs> so what... You know, here's what we've done over the last few weeks. Uh, part one we talked about is speaking in tongues. Is it of God? Yes. So if you didn't watch part one, two, three, and four, today is really part five. However, we're going to probably delete last week's broadcast because it just it came across. We're going to go over that information today as well. Um, so it'll just be in one package. And uh, we're jumping right in for the benefits of tongue, 19 benefits of speaking in tongues. But we started with speaking in tongues, is it of God? Uh, two, is it for today yes. and how to receive it? Then the second broadcast, we talked about the types of tongues. And we talked about five different types of tongues. Uh, so if you miss that, go back and watch them. They're, they're right here. They're on YouTube. They're on Facebook. They're on our website. Uh, then we talked about week three, interpretation and order, the interpretation of tongues. What does that mean? And I'm telling you, there's some stuff in there I've never heard anybody mention, but we show it right there in Scripture. Mm. There's some good stuff. For example, who says that somebody has to say, here's the interpretation? It doesn't have to be announced, you know. Uh, the other thing is, what is interpretation? Is it just somebody standing up and giving a word? No, it's not just that. There's several things in Scripture. And the order, what's the order of tongues? So we talked about this. And all of these are meant to be, it's actually some more in-depth teaching than what I've heard, but it's, we're not like digging in deep. We're just giving you the basis of it, the foundation for it from Scripture. And today we're talking about the 19 benefits of tongues. But what have you all seen as we've talked about tongues uh, that in these past few weeks, what stood out to you? What's, what stuck out to you? Ready, go. How much I did not know. <laughs> really? Um, That's interesting. Yeah, between the broadcast and noontime prayer, there's just been a lot that I've seen and um, that I've learned that I, I didn't know or didn't know as well as I thought I did. So I've learned doing this. So... Yeah, it's been awesome. Learned a lot about it as we've been talking yeah. about it. 
That's awesome. Especially the different ways to interpret and how that can flow. Like, isn't that are, neat? Yeah. Yeah. That's a. I, that was a really. I never heard that, and uh, I really enjoyed hearing that, or finding that in the scripture. So, really, like how much we add to the scripture to make ourselves feel justified to like, be comfortable in what we like, think. For we example, know. like the interpretation, a lot of us we add in that part that it has to be mentioned. Yeah, we yeah. our brain automatically when it reads interpretation automatically kicks on and says, makes us believe. So in our mind, yeah. we add that part in there that somebody has to announce it. That's really that good. Kind of thing is and really almost for every one of these, our brain actually comes in, our flesh wants to come in and say, "That's right," but it's like this. Yes, it has to be this way. Yeah. That it is. It is very interesting how we uh, how we add to it, and what we're doing is like we have a framework of our thinking that we think is correct. Maybe we've even heard it preached, and we so we think that that's mm -hmm. correct, and then we will add things because it fits our framework instead of going back to the yeah. word. So what we've really done is we've gone back to the Bible and said, what does it say here yeah. and what's not there? What is there? And importantly, what's not there? And so in the series, it's been very interesting. So if you are just joining us today in the benefits of tongues, go back and watch the other ones, part one, two, three, four, and figure out, you know, things that you might not have known mm -hmm. before now. Yeah. And, um, so today we're talking about the 19 benefits of tongues. There's a lot of benefits of tongues, and the devil fights it big time. I mean, it is one of the most controversial things. Uh, we've literally had people, when we had tongues going on, we've had people get up and, and literally run out of the service because of tongues. And, it's, and it is of God. Yeah. And so people are so unaware and they're taught that it's demonic. And just this week, somebody I heard somebody telling a new believer, they're like, stay away from tongues. That's the devil. <laughs> and I'm like, my gosh. You know, and I, I, I think now about the scripture where Jesus talks about it and he says, he says, you do err, not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. And how many people really don't know? And I get it. Like, I had to figure it out for myself, too. But if you go to the word, hungry and humble, it's really very clear. It's right there. And so, um, anyway, hey, listen, if you're just joining us, share the broadcast. We're going to give away a gift card to a winner who uh, shares the Facebook stream. Go ahead and share the broadcast. Say hello when you come in. Let us know where you're watching from and that you're here because we can't see everybody that pops up. We'd love to say hello to you while we're live. And uh, go ahead and share it. Let's look at this, uh, the 19 benefits of tongues. I just posted it. Amen. Hey, Dominic, Joey. There we go. I'm going to pin this comment here. There we go. You know, one thing that I was... Zach I was, and Nicole Barnes. Hello. Good to, good to have you on the broadcast. I was talking to Marky um, yesterday, I think, and we're getting into the benefits, and I was telling her, I have realized over the last few weeks that I've closed myself off to some of the benefits because oh, I've yeah. seen them done wrongly. So yeah. I never pursued them because I'm like weirdos do those things like right, <laughs> I right. don't want to do those wrongly and it's been within the last few weeks that my eyes have opened up to there's a lot more that I haven't that yeah. I subconsciously not pressed into because I thought it's been weird 
Yeah. And, but once you see it in the Word, it's hard to have faith for something yeah. that you don't know about. Yeah. And that's why we want you to know about tongues, because if you know that it's God and it's right, all of a sudden what will happen is you'll start to believe God for those things. Yep. And so now you'll receive blessings and manifestation from God that you didn't know were available before. And that's the way it is with tongues. Oh, the devil fights it big time. And we've been having noontime prayer here, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, meeting at the church and having during the month of August, noon prayer. And I'm telling you, we've gone to another level. Yeah. If you're in town or you're close by, you're welcome to join us. Uh, you can even go, we don't, we don't put it everywhere, but you can go on uh, the website at uh, bcvideo.org. Somebody wants to type that in. bcvideo.org will take you right to the page. Mm -hmm. And at noon through the month of August, we're having noon prayer. And the truth is, we've gone to another level yeah. during that noon prayer. I mean, that's part of what you're talking about is seeing that. But let's look, at, let's look here at uh, the 19 benefits. And we talked about these uh, last week. And I, I listed not only the benefits, but the scriptures. I uh, pinned that comment so you could copy and paste it. And uh, let's look at this. The evidence of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The first benefit is that it's speaking in tongues is an evidence that you're filled with the Holy Ghost. So you see in Acts chapter 2 and verse 4, uh, if y'all want to get these scriptures ready as we go along, you have them. So act, And that way we can just flow through them. I'll call them out and you read them. So Acts 2 and verse 4, what does that uh, say? We're going to have a race to see who can do it fastest. <laughs> and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit was giving them utterance. So they were all filled. And so when they started speaking in tongues, it was an evidence that the filling had occurred. Uh, let's also look at Acts 10. 44 through 48. Now, I'm going to tell you, this Acts 10 passage <clears throat> is one of the strongest uh, that's out there on tongues. There is a, there, it is power-packed with lots of little nuggets in what's said and what happened. Yeah. So go ahead, verse 44, Paul. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who were listening to the message. All the, <clears throat> all the circumcised believers who came with Peter were amazed because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also, for they were hearing them speaking with tongues and exalting God. Then Peter answered, Surely no one can refuse the water for these to be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit, just as we did, Kenny. And he ordered them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked him to stay for a few days. All right, so what we see here is we see that in order to be filled with the Holy Ghost, the first is that you're filled with Jesus, that mm -hmm. you're born again. But then, in order to speak with tongues, you must be filled with the Holy Ghost. So while Peter is talking, here's Gentiles. He wasn't even sure they could be filled with the Holy Ghost. But he's talking about God preaching. They get filled with the Holy Ghost, and they start speaking with tongues. And instantly, Peter knows these guys are born again. And they're filled with the Holy Ghost because he heard the evidence of that speaking in tongues. So the first benefit is that it gives us evidence. Uh, the next one is Acts 19, verse 1 through 7. It happened that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul passed through the upper country and came to Ephesus and found some disciples. He said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they said to him, No, we have not even heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. And he said, Into what then were you baptized? 
and they said, into John's baptism. Paul said, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling the people to believe in him who was coming after him, that is, in Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they began speaking with tongues and prophesying. They were in all about 12 men. Yep. So here you see that in the beginning of the passage, they were disciples. Yeah. They were believers, mm -hmm. but they had not heard of the Holy Ghost. And that shows you how people can be born again, but not filled with the Holy Ghost and not yeah. have the baptism. But when he told them about they laid hands, and what was the evidence that they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Ghost? They started speaking yeah. in tongues. Yep. So when they spoke in tongues, it was an evidence. So the number one benefit of speaking in tongues is it gives me an evidence that I am filled with the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Number two, and this one's interesting. We talked about it some. Uh, number two, a benefit of speaking in tongues is it is a sign for unbelievers but also a sign for believers. Now, before we jump into the scriptures, because the first verse says something interesting. It says it's only it's for unbelievers, but not for believers. Now, you have to understand the context of what he's talking about. A sign is a distinguishing mark. Mm -hmm. And over in Mark chapter 16, it said, those that believe will speak with other tongues. It's a mark that they are a believer, okay? So there's a distinguishing mark there. Now, I could spend a lot of time, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase it, but let's go ahead and read uh, <clears throat> 1 Corinthians 14, 22, and let's read it in the Amplified. That'll help. Therefore, unknown tongues are meant for a supernatural sign, not to believers, but to unbelievers who might be receptive. While prophecy foretelling the future, speaking a new message from God to the people is not for unbelievers, but for believers. Okay, so what you see here is you see that prophecy is for believers, tongues is for unbelievers. And so what you see is the sign, there's a supernatural distinguishing mark on believers that will help unbelievers. That's tongues. But then aren't we supposed to have interpretation? And prophecy is representative of the interpretation, if you go back to the beginning of the chapter. And so prophecy then, or the interpretation of tongues, is a sign to believers. It's a distinguishing mark of God moving and explaining something. So when you see the full tongues laid out and you see it with tongues and interpretation, it becomes not only a sign to believers but also to unbelievers at the same time. Yeah. Now, I wanted to, you to see something else. So the no, number two benefit of tongues is it's a sign. It's a supernatural mark that God is moving. Uh, you see in 12, 7, 1 Corinthians 12, 7, just simply there it says that these gifts, and one of those gifts is the gift of tongues. It says it's for the common good. So it's a, it's a, brings everybody up, yeah. the believers and unbelievers. It's a sign. Uh, 14, 4 through 6 is what we were talking about earlier where it talks about the difference between prophecy is equal to tongues and interpretation, 
when you look at that. We taught on that on another, on another piece. So you see that tongues is a sign yeah. that for unbelievers that God's moving on believers. Yep. But you see that interpretation and prophecy is a sign for believers mm -hmm. that God is moving in the house, right? So it's a sign to both of them. And then in Acts 10, you can see the, the passage we just read a second ago, Acts chapter 10, 45 through 46. The sign of tongues was a sign to the believers that the unbelievers had just been filled. In other words, God just moved, so it showed them what God was up to. Yeah. And so you can see by the full counsel. When it says in 1 Corinthians 14, 22, that it's not for believers, it's simply talking about a mark in that moment when they're trying to believe, Do should I believe on God or not? Now beyond that, it's not saying that tongues are not ever a sign to believers, they are. They build our faith. Hey, God's moving in this place, just like Peter in Acts chapter 10. Uh, but some people can take that and say, well, it's not ever there. You got to read it in context and you got to see the full counsel of scripture. But the second benefit is tongues are a sign for unbelievers and for believers. Hey, Brad Strobel. Hey, Natalie. Good Brad. to see you. Hi, Natalie. All right. The third benefit is uh, when we speak in tongues, we become witnesses for God. And uh, Acts 2.11. Acts 2.11. So when they were speaking in tongues, this is what happened. Cretans and Arabs, we hear them in our own tongues speaking of the mighty deeds of God. So when they were speaking in tongues, they were being a witness of the mighty deeds of God. Yeah. All right, let's look at Acts 10, uh, 46. For they were hearing them speaking with tongues and exalting God. Then Peter answered. So when they were speaking in tongues, what were they doing? They were giving witness to God. They yeah. were, so the third benefit is when you speak in tongues, it's a witness to others. All right, uh, four, the, third, the fourth benefit is when you're obedient... To speak in tongues, it brings blessings. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 14, 16. Y'all got to be quicker. It's, it's figuring out who's got which one. <laughs> Just 14, go back and forth. 14, 16. 14, 16. Otherwise, if you bless in the Spirit only, how will, <clears throat> how will the one who fills the, the place of the ungifted say the amen at your giving of thanks. Okay, so one of the things that it says is right there, it says that when you're speaking in tongues, you bless in the spirit. Mm -hmm. Now, he's talking about interpretation and understanding it with your natural mind, but forget about that for a second. Just look at the first part. When you speak in tongues, you bless. So if I pray, you might not understand it, but I can bless you, mm -hmm. I can bless you, you might not have mental understanding of it, but you're still being blessed, which is a huge deal. And when we speak in tongues, we bring blessings on each other and ourselves. But then if you look in uh, Deuteronomy 28.2, I'll just paraphrase. When you look at Deuteronomy 28.2, it says that when we're obedient to God, we walk in the blessing, right? We, have, we are blessed because we walk in obedience. Now look at uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 12. All things are lawful for me, 
but not all things are profitable. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. In other words, all things to the, in Deuteronomy, it's Old Testament, but right here, this is New Testament, and he's showing that when you actually step out into the things of God and you're obedient, it will take your blessing and your profit to another level. You'll be blessed as you're obedient. So you're seeing the same principle, even though in Deuteronomy we didn't have Jesus manifested in, in 1 Corinthians, we do. So we need to learn if we will do what God tells us to, we'll be blessed. All right. Now let's look at 1 Corinthians 14, 39. Therefore, my brethren, desire earnestly to prophesy and do not forbid to speak in tongues. So when you see God saying, don't forbid to speak in tongues, what is he saying? He's saying, my will yes. is for tongues to be spoken in. Yeah. So now if we're, his will is for us to speak in tongues, then we need to be obedient to that command. All right, let's look at this, Ephesians 5, 18 and 19. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit is the command. And then 19. Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord. So immediately what happens when you're filled with the Spirit, the manifestation of that is you start singing and speaking in the Spirit or speaking in tongues. So when we follow the command to be filled and we follow God's will that He wants us to be speaking in tongues, then we are going to walk in the blessing. So tongues, the, the fourth benefit is that obedience of speaking in tongues brings blessings in our life. And uh, hey, Debbie Myers, good to see you. And uh, all right, the fifth benefit, uh, speaking in tongues allows us to pray directly to God. 1 Corinthians uh, 14, 2. For one who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands, but in his spirit he speaks mysteries. Yeah, so one of the things that happens here, hey, Laura Ferrer, good to see you. Um, one of the things that happens is this is a benefit that we get to pray directly to God. I can't tell you as a pastor how many times we've had conversations with people and they're like, I just don't know if God's hearing me. I just want to hear from the Lord. And all of a sudden, you know, they, they're not hearing from the Lord. They're not... And, and they want to. Yeah. When you pray in tongues, God hears you. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing. I put this verse down, and it's Psalm 66, yeah. 18, and it says this. If I regard wickedness in my heart, the Lord will not hear. So many times we can be praying, and God doesn't hear us because we're walking in the wrong mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. But if I will pray in tongues, He's going to hear every bit of it because I'm not praying of my own accord. I'm not praying my will out. I'm praying His. So God hears my prayer. When I yeah. pray in tongues, my prayer is perfect and He hears my prayer. And what a comfort, what a, what a confidence we have uh, by speaking in tongues that God hears our prayer. All right, so the sixth benefit is it refills our tank and stirs up the gift. For 2 Timothy 1.6. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm going. I had 1 Timothy, I missed that part. <laughs> 2 Timothy 1.6. It says, For this reason I remind you to kindle afresh the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. So what happens is when they pray in tongues, it kindles, rekindles the gift. It stokes the fire in you. It refills you. Yeah. And why? Because our job is not to uh, 
take all the blessings in and store them. Our job is to not be like the Dead Sea that yeah. has no outlet. Our job is to be like the Sea of Galilee that's teeming with life that has a flow, yeah. right? So we're supposed to receive the infilling, not just for ourselves, but to have life to the full till it overflows. Yep. But when you have that pass through you, if I don't follow the command in Ephesians 5 to constantly be filled, I will get low, right? But when I speak in tongues like this verse talks about, then all of a sudden I rekindle, I fill myself back up. Uh, let's look at this other verse, Ephesians 5.18. It says, be filled with the Spirit. In other words, that shows you that if He's commanded me to always be filled with the Spirit, then I can drop lower and there's something I can do to constantly be filled and that is what? Speaking in mm -hmm. tongues, right? From, from 2 Timothy 1.6. Also in Jude 1.20, Marky brought this uh, verse up last week. It says, when you uh, pray in tongues or pray in the Spirit, you build yourself up on the most holy faith. In other words, you strengthen yourself, you build yourself. We're going to talk about that a little bit more uh, later. But it will refill you. It will rekindle you. It yeah. will build you, right? All right, now let's look at uh, the seventh benefit is when we speak in tongues, it exhorts, edifies, and comforts. And you can see in 1 Corinthians 14, 3 through 6, you can see that it equates prophecy to speaking in tongues with interpretation. Uh, where it says tongues is less benefit unless right. you interpret. Right. Then it becomes like prophecy. And read what prophecy does. A prophecy does what? It exhorts. What verse is it that says it exhorts, edifies, and, and consoles or comforts? In verse 3 it says, But one who prophesies speaks to men for edification and exhortation and consolation. But one who speaks in a tongue edifies... That's, that's all right. Just Sorry. the one verse. So it exhorts, edifies, and comforts. Exhorts means uh, that it builds it up. Edifies means it strengthens. And consolation means to comfort. Yeah. So it'll bring a building, a strengthening, and a comfort... Uh, to the person that prays in tongues and receives that interpretation. Yep. But we also know from the other verse we had before, it blesses your spirit so it builds you up. All right, now uh, the eighth benefit is, I got you all going to scriptures. That's because we're going to get done with this today. Glory to God. All right, the eighth benefit is you give thanks and you worship well. Uh, let's look at 1 Corinthians 14, 15 through 17. What is the outcome then? I will pray with the spirit and I will pray with the mind also. I will sing with the spirit and I will sing with the mind also. Otherwise, if you bless in the spirit only, how will, how will the one who fills the place of the ungifted say amen at the given of your thanks? Since he does not know what you're saying, for you are giving thanks well enough, but the other person is not edified. So that verse there says, when you pray in tongues, although you might not even have interpretation, even without interpretation, you give thanks well. Yep. Well, that's a big benefit. How would you like to be able to give thanks to God perfectly? When you speak in tongues, you give thanks to God 
perfectly. Uh, let's look at this other one in Ephesians 5.18. I'll just tell you when it says be filled with the Spirit, the next thing it says the manifestation is that you will sing with the Spirit, right? You'll have a melody in your heart. It, you start worshiping by the Spirit, not just by our mind, and you worship well in that way. Let's also look at Colossians 3.16. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you with all wisdom, teaching, and, and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Singing with thankfulness in your heart. So, see, here you're seeing singing, you're seeing thankfulness, you're seeing the worship and thanks, giving well perfectly when you are speaking in tongues or singing in tongues. All right, the ninth benefit is you pray for unknowns. Have you ever been at a place and you didn't know what to pray? You know, y'all know a story where my dad, the Lord spoke to him and said, pray for your kids. And my life was saved that day, but he didn't know what was wrong. I had a situation one time where the Holy Ghost, he told me there was going to be a problem, but I don't know how to pray out that. I don't know how to fix it. And so I just started praying in the Spirit. Now we're going to get into right here, Romans 8. 26 and 27. These verses right here are huge and they, they are power packed. So Romans 8, 26 and 27. If you've ever wanted to pray, but you didn't know how to, that's where speaking in tongues comes in. It gives you an ability and benefit of praying for something, the mysteries of God, things that are unknown. Let's read that. In the same way, the Spirit also helps our weakness. For we do not know how to pray as we should, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. So what you see here is that the Spirit himself, when we speak in the tongue, tongues, uh, the Spirit Himself searches what needs to happen and needs to be prayed by God's person on earth as an ambassador. He seeks God and He seeks you. He sees the whole mystery, all of the will of God, and He has you speak it through the tongue. And then it says this in verse 27, when that person prays, uh, the Holy Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. Mm -hmm. So it gets us the ability to pray out the mysteries and pray the perfect will of God in that way. Look at the next verse here, uh, 1 Corinthians, uh, what, where am I at here? 14. 14, 2 and 3. For one who speaks in tongues does not speak to men but to, but to God. For no one understands, but in his spirit he speaks mysteries. But one who prophesies speaks to men for edification, exhortation, and consolation. So when he speaks in tongue, he speaks out the mysteries of God. It's not, and, and you don't have to know everything that's going on. You probably won't know everything. See, man likes to control. It's part of the whole interpretation thing. And the pro part of the problem they have with tongues is the fleshly carnal man wants to control and know everything. Same sin that was in the garden. I want to know everything. Everything, right? That's what trapped them. Well, it traps them and, and holds them back from the power that I can pray as a mortal man by the Holy Ghost and pray out the perfect will of God by speaking in tongue. Well, the devil doesn't want us doing that. He doesn't want you doing that. And so he will attack the Holy Ghost. He'll attack speaking in tongues yeah. because of that. But it is a strong, strong benefit. So, 
Hey, John Napier, good to see you, man. And uh, anybody who's joined, share the broadcast. We're giving away a gift card again this week. And uh, whoever shares it will be put into a drawing. But uh, we are on, what number was that? Nine. Now, benefit 10 of speaking in tongues, it solves problems before they arise. So, solves problems before they arise. Looking at the exact same scriptures that we just looked at, you start to see that if I'm praying out the mysteries of God, the Lord is not withholding any good thing from me, but I'm not going to know everything that's coming up. So the Lord is blessing me already in my future, but He doesn't do it without coming through a person's prayers. So when I start to pray out the will of God and I start to pray out the mysteries, God, I'm giving God the right. I'm giving him the right in my life. It's me humbling myself to him and saying, Lord, have your way, have your will. But he's already told me that my job is to resist the devil. Well, how do I resist the devil in the future for things I don't even know about? I speak in tongues. I start praying by the will of God. He starts praying out things in the future. And I told this story uh, last night at Impact at our school here. But there was one point where I was sitting there praying in the morning, getting ready, praying. And uh, all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit tells me, he says, you're going to have a problem with this person. And this is what the problem is. I said, okay, great. What do I do with that? I started praying in tongues. I started praying it out until I could tell that situation in the future is handled. Two weeks after that, the exact problem comes up, the exact person, and it went from being a a major problem that could have broken up the whole ministry to 30 minutes later, we had strengthened the ministry, right? I was praying out stuff that hadn't even come yet because I was doing that by speaking in tongues. Uh, Here, John says something. He said, Taco Bell? <laughs> well, man, if you win the card, we don't care. We'll go get it. You got to so, win, which means you got to share. You got to share the broadcast. That's true. All right. So we pray, out, we pray out the unknowns and we solve problems before they even arise by speaking in tongues. So benefit number 11 is that we pray the exact will of God. Now, we pray out the unknowns. We solve problems before we arise. We kind of mentioned this, but this is a benefit in itself. How would you like to pray exactly what God wants to pray? Have you ever been listening to somebody pray and you're like, that ain't God. <laughs> I don't know that they even need to be praying right now, Lord. You know, like I know I've, I've been like, Lord, just let them... Shut up. Let them be quiet right now. Let's, you know, that, that's the wrong prayer. I've been that person. I've, I've been that person too, you know. I, I've gone back before and I've been like, Lord, just make me shut up. Just, just let, make me be quiet. Well, we cannot be in that position by praying in tongues, you know. One thing that I wanted you to see uh, earlier was this. Uh, when we pray in tongues and we give thanks well, or when somebody's praying out the will of God perfectly, Why would anybody want to step in the middle of somebody thanking God and praying perfectly? But we do it when we forbid people to speak in tongues. Mm -hmm. We do it when we forbid, or we're scared of it. We actually stop ourselves 
from actually praying perfectly and thanking and worshiping perfectly because we don't know what's in the Bible, what's for us. We don't know these benefits. But we can step into the place where we pray the exact will of God. What a benefit. Because God says, if you pray according to my will, it shall be done. Mm -hmm. Do we really know how much stuff is not being done in the will of God because we're not praying out his will? Do we, I mean, could we fathom how much is not being done? This is why the world has gone the direction because the church has not been what it's called to be. And one of the places where they missed it is speaking in tongues. So the next benefit is, I love this, uh, benefit 12, praying in tongues, speaking in tongues, empowers angels to work for us. Now, how do we get there? Uh, How do we get to that place? Well, the first thing is we employ that verse that we just talked about. We know that when we speak in tongues, we're praying the perfect will of God. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. But then we know in Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 14 that angels are there to minister to those who are being born again. Right? So angels are there to do things and perform things for those who are being born again. Right? Mm -hmm. But we also know in the verse here, uh, Psalms 103.20. Let's read that, Psalms 103.20. Bless the Lord, you his angels, mighty in strength, who perform his word, obeying the voice of his word. Angels obey the voice of his word. So if I'm sitting down here on earth and I'm just praying out out of my head, out of my own logic, if I'm praying out of my own logic and I'm not praying the will of God, Angels don't move at that. When I pray the will of God, they move at the word of God, right? They move at the word of God. Well, if I'm able to speak only the word of God by speaking in tongues, angels now are authorized by the word of God to move on our behalf and minister to us in that way. So when we speak in tongues, uh, the benefit, 12th benefit we have is it empowers angels to work for us. What a benefit. What a huge benefit. Have you ever thought about that before, how it, how it empowers them? It's just awesome. All right, uh, 13th benefit, it removes selfishness from prayer. <laughs> uh, do we really know how much when we pray in our known language, how much selfishness we pray in? Do you think we know? I don't think we know just how much selfishness we pray in. Um, But when we pray in tongues, we're praying out the perfect will of God. It takes the carnal me, it takes the fleshly me out of the equation, and I can pray the perfect will of God without selfishness. Now, why is this important? That was very strange. (laughs) Why is this important? Go to to James 4.3 and let's read that. You ask and do not receive because you ask with wrong motives so that you may spend it on your pleasures. So when we pray out of selfishness, the Lord tells us, he makes us a promise, you won't receive. So if I'm able to speak in tongues and pray out the will of God and not my own fleshly selfish prayers, 
then I will receive what I pray for. Yeah. It removes and it puts me in godliness, not in fleshliness, yeah. which makes me more like Christ. I need to be, aren't I supposed to be more like Christ and yeah. put him on? Yeah. Then if I'm supposed to be more like Christ, then I should want to. I should want to pray like God, not like Brian, right? And I can do that by speaking in tongues. All right, fourteenth uh, benefit. We're moving through these. Are you impressed? Like, like we're gonna we're gonna make it. Glory to God. Fourteenth benefit. It brings when we speak in tongues. It brings life and it brings the fruit of God. It brings life and it brings the fruit of God. So, uh, how do we get to that? Well, I want you to see a couple of things. First of all, uh, over in in Deuteronomy chapter thirty, right. I think it's verse 9. It says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. Over in James 3, 8 through 10, it says that no man can tame the tongue. Now, in context, what it's talking about is no man can tame somebody else's tongue, and they can't tame their own tongue by the flesh. Right. Right? You have to do it by the Spirit, but I never have a right to put words in your mouth, right? I never have a right to, to, to do that. I can't tame your tongue. I can tame a horse, right? I can put a bit and, in his mouth and tame it. I can turn the rudder on a ship, but I can't turn you, right? I can't do that. But when I speak in tongues, I start to pray the will of God, and it empowers me to pray the will of God perfectly. And the will of God is life. Till it to the full, till it overflows. It's always going to be life. And then let's read Proverbs 18, 20 and 21. With the fruit of a man's mouth, his stomach will be satisfied. He will be satisfied with the product of his lips. So, go ahead. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So when I speak in tongues, I start prophesying in the Spirit, by the Spirit of God, the perfect will of God. And when I speak in tongues, I'm constantly declaring life and life in abundance. And now the Word tells me, it makes me that promise. It doesn't make a condition there that you have to speak by the fruit of your lips in English. It doesn't say that. It says the fruit of your lips. When I speak out loud in tongues, the fruit of my lips is the perfect will of God, life to the full till it overflows. I produce life in me. Yep. And, and so the benefit is when we speak in tongues, it brings life and it brings the fruit of God. This is huge, huge benefit. Fifteenth benefit, it empowers you and strengthens you. You empower yourself and strengthen yourself. Uh, Romans 8.26 and Acts 1.8. And let me read the Romans verse. I'll bring out, y'all get uh, Acts 1.8 here. Watch this. In Romans 8.26, in the same way, the Spirit also helps our weakness. In other words, what we were weak in, by praying in the Spirit, we, we remove a weakness. Well, that makes us stronger. Where we weren't able to pray like we should, we become stronger in our prayer, so it strengthens us. And then read uh, Acts 1-8 there, please. 
But you, re- you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witness both in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and Samaria and even to the remotest part of the earth. So immediately, as soon as we receive the Holy Spirit, we know that the evidence of that is speaking in tongues. So when we speak in tongues by the filling of the Holy Spirit, he says and makes you this promise, you will be empowered. There's a supernatural dunamis power that happens by speaking in tongues. All right, the next one is uh, number 16. When you speak in tongues, it brings boldness. Now, we, cup, we piggyback on the verse you just read. When you get filled with the Holy Ghost, it'll bring a confidence, a boldness, a power, right? But let's also look at Acts. Uh, we're not going to read through all of these, but Acts 2, 1 through 11, gives the story of the tongues. And all of a sudden, here these guys spill out into the street. They're, they're drunk on the Holy Ghost. They're drunk on the new wine of the Holy Ghost. Most men are not going to do that just of their own accord, Mm -hmm. right? But they spill out there, and with boldness, they're declaring by the Holy Spirit the good deeds of God. In other words, praying in the Spirit here, it empowered them, and it took them to a boldness, right? Let's look at Acts 4.31. And when they had prayed, the place where they had gathered together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God with boldness. So they began to speak by the Holy Spirit, and what happened? What came on them? Boldness. Boldness, right? And then you'll see the last scripture is Ephesians 6, 18 through 20. And Paul just says here, pray for me in the Spirit that I might have boldness, right? And so you see the connection. When they pray in the Spirit, boldness comes, right? Hey, Lisa Morton, good to see you online. All right, now let's look. At, uh, so uh, the, the 16th benefit is it brings boldness. The 17th benefit is uh, when you speak in tongues, it builds you, yes. your faith, and your foundation. Jude one let Let's read that. And it says, But you, beloved, bringing, or building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Amen. So it shows us here that when we pray in the Spirit and we speak in tongues... Yes then it builds us up and then it shows us how it builds us up, right? The first thing, the context of this verse, when you look at the original words uh, in in the Greek, the context is you are built up and if you could see on the inside of you spiritually, it would be a foundation of faith and that foundation keeps growing on the inside of you and strengthening yourself and building you higher levels of God all by just praying in the Holy Ghost. Yeah. So it's a very, and if you've got that firm foundation, you're not shaken by things. In other words, it'll make you where you don't shake. It'll make you where things come around and it doesn't rattle you, right? And that all comes by speaking in tongues. So that... Um, 17th benefit is speaking in tongues builds you, your faith, and your foundation. The 18th benefit is it increases your ability to be led by God. So let's, and this is, you can kind of piece this together. This happened to me. And when it happened, I didn't have all the scriptures for it, but I have scriptures I can show you to connect the dots. What I found was uh, here the Lord led me to speak in tongues a whole lot. Oh, you know, years ago. And all of a sudden, uh, after a period of time passed, 
uh, some years passed, I became aware that I was being led by God very clearly. Right, And I realized that my ability to be led by God seemed to be more clear than most of the people around me, most of my peers. And I was like, Lord, how did I get there? He said, when you pray in tongues, what happens is you receive uh, input from the Holy Ghost to my spirit. Then my spirit senses that, that input, senses that leading of the Holy Spirit so that I can speak out each syllable that he has me speaking out. Well, that gives you an indicator of what that person moves like, yeah. what the input mm -hmm. feels like, what it seems like. All of a sudden you become aware that the Holy Spirit is moving or wanting to say something or wanting to tell you something. There's, and in the spirit, you start to recognize that. Yeah. And all of a sudden I, I grew in my ability to be led by him because to be led by him was I was actually being led by him when I would hear the syllables and speak out the syllables because he gives us an unction and an utterance. So you can see that in these verses, uh, Romans 8, 14. For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. So uh, it's the Spirit of God who leads us. That's the first key. Uh, verse 16. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. So this is how the Spirit leads us and this is how the Spirit communicates to us is the Holy Spirit gives our spirit a testimony, yeah. right? So we have a right to be led and the Holy Spirit gives our spirit. So the Holy Spirit speaks to our spirit and gives us that testimony. And then uh, 1 John 2.20 but you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you all know. So the anointing comes, and when the anointing and the leading from the Spirit comes, it opens up my ability to know things, right? And then Acts 2, verse 4. That was me, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit was giving them utterance. That last part, as the Spirit was giving them utterance. Yes. So we see that every believer has the right to hear from God because they're children. How it happens is the Holy Spirit testifies with our spirit. So the Holy Spirit communicates uh, with our spirit. And then what he does is he gives an anointing that opens up our knowing and our leading. Yeah. And then in, when we speak in tongues, that's exactly what's happening is he's given us the utterance. So it opens up. We become more aware of how to be led by God the more we speak with tongues. Yeah. So the 18th benefit of speaking in tongues is when you speak in tongues, it increases your ability to be led by God. Uh, the 19th benefit, the last one is... Duh. Yeah, drum roll. Amen. Well, he did it in an hour. I know. When you speak in tongues, it brings confirmation and revelation. So 1 Corinthians 14, 5, and 6, you see that when people uh, speak in tongues and have interpretation, it will bring, uh, verse 6, those four things, revelation, teaching, prophecy, or knowledge, right? Did I get them right? Yep. So when somebody has a knowledge from the Lord, that can confirm things. So it brings confirmation or revelation. Teaching can bring revelation. And all of this comes through speaking in tongues. You also see that same thing in Acts chapter 10 with the story with Peter 
when they saw them speaking with tongues, it was a sign that brought revelation to Peter. Hey, these guys have received the Holy Ghost and confirmation that God had said that they were okay. Uh, so speaking in tongues brings confirmation and revelation. So the 19 benefits of speaking in tongues, uh, y'all do, we'll do one, two, three, okay? The first benefit is of speaking in tongues is it gives you an evidence of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The second benefit. Sign for unbelievers and believers. Speaking in tongues is a sign for unbelievers and believers. The third benefit of speaking in tongues. You become a witness for God. The fourth is it's obedience that brings blessings. It brings speaking in tongues brings blessings in our lives through that obedience. Fifth benefit. Allows us to pray directly to God. Sixth benefit. It refills our tank and stirs up the gift. Seventh benefit, it exhorts us, edifies, and comforts us, or it builds us, strengthens us, and brings us comfort and peace. Uh, eighth benefit, give thanks and worship well. When you speak in tongues, you give thanks well and you worship well. Ninth, you pray for unknowns. Tenth benefit is you start to solve problems before they ever even come up. Eleventh, pray the exact will of God. Man, praise God. Twelfth benefit. It empowers angels to work for Ooh, us. Glory. Amen. Thirteenth benefit. It, when I speak in tongues, it removes selfishness from my prayers, and my prayers are answered because of it. Fourteenth benefit. Brings life and the fruit of God. When we speak, we speak the will of God, and we live by the fruit of our lips, so it brings a life and a fruit. Fifteenth benefit. It empowers and strengthens yourself. Sixteenth benefit, it brings you boldness and confidence. Seventeenth benefit, it builds you, your faith, and foundation. Eighteenth benefit, it increases your ability to be led by God. And the nineteenth benefit is, it brings confirmation and revelation of what God is doing. So there you have it, the nineteen benefits of speaking in tongues. And uh, glory to God, somebody is with us, and, and who is it? can't see who it is. <laughs> anyway, somebody was giving us hearts. Yay. Thank you. So anyway, hey, Kate White, good to see you. So anyway, 19 benefits of speaking in tongues, and we have wrapped up the series on tongues. Glory oh, to God. Oh, we did it. Oh, they did it again. I missed it again. <laughs> is it Miriam? It's Priscilla. Oh, it was Priscilla. <laughs> anyway, hey, we love you, and listen, if you were watching this, you know somebody is not benefiting mm -hmm. from speaking in tongues. You can help them by sharing the broadcast. Yeah. Get this knowledge of the Word in them, and then they can have these benefits in their life. They can start walking in it. They can start expecting God uh, to do these things and d perform these benefits in their life. It says this, these are, are these not all 19 benefits that we found in Scripture? Is mm -hmm. that right? And God says this, He is not withholding any good thing from you. He wants to get it in our lives. We've got to get in position to receive it. Yeah. Uh, he, we, when we're not supposed to forget any of His benefits, right? Mm -hmm. The Bible tells us and commands us, don't forget these. There's people that don't know these benefits. Share the broadcast. Let them be blessed by it. Let them learn some more about the Lord and how good He is. And watch our lives completely change. Amen? Amen. <sighs> we finished the series. Glory to God. That was good. Y'all worked with me. It was awesome. Amen. It took me talking 
and very quickly, <laughs> and you looking up all the scriptures to get through that in an hour. I am so impressed. That was, that was, that was the Lord. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you do that before. Like, yeah, well. 19 full points that I, you could have gone on a full sermon for. Each, for one, each one. Each one is a good, is, is some good stuff. So Now everybody's going to be on Sunday morning and be like, I've seen you get through all them scriptures. <laughs> <laughs> and they can deal with themselves. Hey, Jenny from the Philippines, good to see you on the broadcast. And we just finished. So as soon as it ends, you can turn it on and see the benefits. Uh, they will share it with the people over there in the Philippines. And uh, we love you. It's good to see you. But uh, So what is y'all's takeaway as we wrap this up? What, is, what do y'all think? Uh... Everybody needs to be praying in the Holy Spirit. Oh. Can you can you see why the devil fights it? Oh yeah, that's a lot of benefits. Yeah, that's a ton. If just think if the church today would pray like that and oh, pray with ourselves, would we really would this country or this world be in the shape that it is right now? I think absolutely no. not. No. Yeah, I think it would be different. Uh, Jenny said, I got here late. That's okay. That's all right. As soon as we finish the broadcast here in a couple of minutes, it'll post and you can watch through it. 19 benefits. We pinned it. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, let's say, go ahead and share it. Share the broadcast and we will uh, give that. I don't know if that's still in there. There it is. I'm going to pin that. Share the broadcast and we're entered to win the $25 uh, gift card. Glory to God. We'll pin those uh, 19 benefits again here in a minute. But what is your big takeaway? Honestly, after listening to all of this, I think for me, it's it's reinvigorated a... That's a big word. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> reignited a passion that I have to see truth be taught more to believers and yeah. to crush stigmas because this is one of those things, one of the reasons, um, not a big reason, but one of the reasons we talked about it was this is a controversial topic yeah. in the body mm -hmm. of Christ and that's ridiculous. There's no reason for this to it be really controversial. Isn't. This is a key that unlocks people's destinies. Yes. So what we need to, what I need to do more of is help to squash the ridiculous stigma that there yeah. is attached to this. There's nothing weird or hokey about it. It's power, yeah. period. It's connection to God, period. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It's and it's ridiculous. really not it's really not complicated. It's no. just it's really that men have complicated mm -hmm. it. It's pretty it. it's pretty because they don't know about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. It it's pretty clear in the scriptures and and Unless you take some scriptures out yeah. of context and twist them and then don't read the Bible. Like, <laughs> you can't get through the word with, yeah. without the takeaway of, I need this. Like, it's yeah. important. It really is. It, it is. really is. And I think that a lot of people, you know, they've been missing pieces that they didn't realize that they really need to be, you know, having because it, their life is being held back by not by not having it in their life, you know, and we don't want that. We want them to be, you know, on the level that God wants them to be at, and so does God. But mm -hmm. in order to get where God wants you to be, you have to be obedient to what yeah. he said. And that's one of the things I'm glad that we showed is <clears throat> it is obedience yeah. to be filled, and it is obedience to speak in tongues. Uh, it's disobedient not to, yeah. and it's disobedient. And you, and you have to look at it this way. It is rebellion 
to not be filled. And it is rebellion to not speak in tongues, mm -hmm. right? Because he shows you clearly what his will is. When he says don't forbid this, he was showing you what his will was. He wanted people speaking in tongues. And by the Holy Spirit, Paul says, I wish that you prayed in tongues more than, more than me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's part of God. Like this is part of who God is. It's yeah. something he gave. And so if we're scared or trying point. to control yeah. it, then what we're truly saying is we don't trust God. We're scared of God. Yeah. But the reality is he's good. Every bit of him is good. Every, every part, part of, of him is yes. good. Yes. Exactly the word that was coming out, including this. This yes. is good. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of like, you know, I refer back to this was, um, you know, I remember that day where we had a word in tongues. It wasn't even just somebody shouting off in the congregation yeah. being out of order, which, all right, if they're out of order, give me the right to call it mm -hmm. out, yeah. you know, to fix it. But some people just run because one person was out of order and they didn't even give the pastor time. Well, this wasn't that. It was just a word in tongues with the interpretation. But the person was so scared of tongues uh, that they ran out, right? Yeah. And they went and they collected their kids and got out. And I feel for that person. Uh, but at the same time, um, what kind of humility does it show in that moment to say, okay, here's something I don't understand. Let me learn something. Yeah. Yeah. Let me stick around. I might learn something that I don't know about. Uh, but the devil has convinced some people it's the devil and demons, which it's absolutely not. That's, that's very dangerous to me. But that day, that particular day that that person did that, that later on that day we had two miracles. Yeah. You know, um, Just this past uh, week, it wasn't tongues, but we had an outbreak of joy. And we had some, some folks that didn't like the joy, and they ended up leaving. And meanwhile, I, I had people raise their hand about who's ever received the joy, and did you feel like God broke you free when it came? Mm -hmm. Every one of them that had the joy said, I got free. So here's all these testimonies, people getting free, and because I don't like it or don't understand mm -hmm. it or I'm not comfortable with it, that just means you just need to learn about it. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. But because they're not, they left and took their, their uh, portion, their supply of faith with them away from what God was doing. Yeah. You know, that, that one person that ran, they missed the two miracles of what, God was confirming his word with signs and wonders following and showing, hey, this is me because I couldn't make that miracle happen. I couldn't make those things happen. Only God could. Yeah. And uh, so a lot of times people miss it because they don't know. And that's why we wanted to do these was yeah. to help people know. So Yeah, you're not protecting yourself by leaving. And I've heard tons of people that say that you need to protect yourself, you need to be careful, be yeah. whatever. You're not protecting yourself. You're cutting yourself off from the source of life. Yes. Like yeah. it's not protection, it's... Well, Ignorance. you know, you would not go to Luke, my six-year-old, who's getting ready to enter into first grade, and ask him medical questions. No. Because he's not been to medical school and he's not a doctor. He'd tell me ice cream fix he, everything. <laughs> yeah. He, he's sitting back there with, with his <laughs> bumblebee mask. So, anyway, <laughs> I wish y'all could see this. <laughs> I'll take a picture he's like and post it He's like headbanging right here. now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Cutest little boy. <laughs> oh, you ran away.
Anyway, um, you wouldn't ask him medical questions. Why? Because he has no experience with it. So why would you go to a pastor that has no experience in tongues and ask them about the manifestation of the Holy Ghost and tongues in that way if he has not actually been walking in it? And why would you assume that just because one person says, you know, I can get somebody out there that, that for some reason doesn't believe in the law of gravity, but that doesn't mean it's not true. You're still right? going to go curse flat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean it's not there. It's there. It's real. Whether that person believes it and preaches against it or not, right. it's there. Well, it's the same thing with tongues. What's interesting is, and this shows the humility, anybody that I've ever seen that had a problem with tongues, They've never called me up and said, okay, you believe in it, show me why. I've never had anybody do that uh, that has actually gone and because of that. Now, I've had some people here in the church say, I need to know more. And those people generally have gotten filled with the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they've come and asked, and, and they've actually opened their heart to the Lord and been, and by faith and humility, open, say, Lord, I want what you want. When they do that, they get filled with the Holy Ghost every time. And then they go, why in the world did I fight that? Why did mm-hmm. I fight it, you know? But almost everybody that's ever gone, see, if it's me and I see somebody doing something like that, and, and I see, okay, I can see where they believe that it's in the Word. I don't believe that it's in the Word. In humility, I want to reach back out to that person and say, why do you believe that? Because if there's something there that I need to know, then let me learn it. Let yeah. me see it in the Word. Especially when somebody is saying, this is in the Word. This is not just me saying that. Then I'm going to go and I'm going to look with all humility as a child. And what you'll find is God wants us filled and He wants mm-hmm. us speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of like last night sitting in that class and the impact, one of the things that you said is, um, i trying to remember the exact words, but is along the lines of, are we willing to let God help? For us to let God help, we have to be willing to receive his help. Yep. Yeah. This right here, tongues, is him trying to give us the help. Yes. But it's, yes. are we going to receive the help that he's trying to give us, or are we going to say that that doesn't fit our right. comfort zone? Yes. So no. And if so, yeah. then what you're doing is you're telling God, I don't need your help. Right. Yes. It's yeah. basically what you're saying is the way I receive it. Yeah. After learning, because I was one of those people that didn't agree, and I was one of those people that sat down and said, hey, yeah. show me this. And we sat down for an hour, and it took an hour of getting this out of my head and getting the scripture in there. But then when it broke free, then I realized it, and my life has went. Yeah, it's taken off. Yeah. Since that day. Yeah. But it took that that willingness to receive the help that he was trying to give me and say, look, you're smarter than I am. Yeah. Let me figure out what I'm missing. Right. Show me show me your way. Yeah. Because your way is obviously going to be better than my yeah. way. And then I'm going to submit myself to the help that you're trying to give me and let it take over. That's a great testimony. And we've watched as God has just empowered your life and you've received these benefits. Mm-hmm. You know, you've walked in many of those benefits. Maybe not all of them because I don't, I've never even heard anybody give yeah. that many benefits. But uh, if you don't know it's there, it's hard to put faith mm-hmm. in it and receive from it. But you've walked in many of those benefits since that day and well, your life's taken off. And there's fruit on mm-hmm. the tree of your life because of the power that was released. Well, that when you day. look at it, 19 things, off, 19 benefits off of one thing that he's given you. Yeah. How much does that show the heart of God for yeah. you? That's really if good. If he's got yeah. so many benefits just out of the one thing yeah. that he's trying to give you has that many benefits, how, 
So how can, I don't, that's where I don't understand how people can say, well, God can be angry. So, no, he's given yeah. you so much and yes. that can help you so much yeah. in one little thing. Yeah. One simple thing. So that shows you his heart that he has for everyone. Yes. It's just if you can let down your guard and take what he's trying to give you, receive the help that he's trying to give you, it's, it has, your life has no choice yeah. but to go up yeah. and grow and prosper in every aspect that the Bible tells us that we're supposed to walk in. That's good. That's good stuff. Well, we appreciate you joining with us. Share the broadcast. Win a gift card. Glory to God. And uh, this will benefit somebody that you know, and it'll benefit you yeah. uh, if you'll let it. And uh, we just praise God. If you'd like to speak in tongues yourself, if you'd like to be filled with the Holy Ghost, uh, just receive that right now. The Word says in Luke chapter 11, it says that if you'll ask God, He will give you the Holy Ghost and He gives you evidence there that He will not allow some demon to come in and possess you. It will be the Spirit of God and Him only. And so right now, uh, if you're born again, you can receive it. If you're not born again, get born again, get filled with the Holy Ghost and you can pray in tongues and experience the, these benefits. So let's just pray right now. Pray this with me. Pray it out loud. Just say, Father, Father right now. Right now. I make Jesus. I make Jesus the Lord of my life. The Lord of my life. He is my Lord and my Savior. He is my Lord and my Savior. He tells me what to do. He tells me what to do. And I'll do it. And I'll do it. He's my Lord. He's my Lord. He's the director of my life. He's the director of my life. I believe He died for me. I believe He died for me. I give Him all of my mess ups. I give Him all of my mess ups. All of my sin. All of my sin. And He took my sin on that cross. And He took my sin on that cross. And that sin took Him to death. And that sin took him. To death and to the grave and to the grave and I believe and I believe that God raised him up to life that God raised him up and when he raised him up he raised me up with him raised me up with him and now I'm seated with him and now I'm seated with him in heavenly places heavenly according to your word according to your word now Jesus now Jesus I ask you baptize me baptize me with the Holy Ghost and fire with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues with the evidence of speaking and let me walk in these Benefits, and, let and let me walk, walk in these benefits. And just like Paul said, just just like Paul let, said me be filled let me be filled to overflowing, to overflowing with your power and life, with your power and life in, Jesus' name. in Jesus' name. And right now, just pray with me. Just pray with me. As you pray and as you ask that, the Holy Spirit should be pouring out on you. Jesus should be baptizing you right now with the Holy Ghost. And just what will happen is you will probably have syllables or kind of an unction that happens. Sometimes it feels like it's in your throat, but it can be in your mind. And just speak out those syllables by faith. He'll give you the unction, but you have to by faith speak them. And you can just start saying those syllables you can say it just with me. Lord, in the name of Jesus, let them be filled. Even if you've been filled before right now, be refilled with the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and thank you for your feeling, filling of each person and baptizing them in the Holy Ghost. Father, you are so good. We love you and we praise you. 
In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Now, if you prayed that, you had any questions or anything, send us a message. We'll uh, seek to respond to you as quickly as possible. Help you, help you answer those questions. We're here for you. That's why we're doing this. And uh, we just praise God for you. We love you. Thank you for joining us today. Share the broadcast. We'll see you next week and give away a gift card to whoever shares it, whoever wins that broadcast, right? That's or right. Wins the, the gift card because they shared it. Amen. I was trying to make that clear. That still wasn't clear. Share the broadcast. If you do, you'll be put into a drawing. And if we draw your name, you win. What she said. And if you're dedicated and persistent, you can win. Billy Joe Romero is proof of this. Living proof. Living proof. <laughs> we love you. Bye, guys. Bye.